0: I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Welcome back to the Living the Dream
1: podcast. Matt Scaletti here with a very special guest. I have Josephine with me, who is a Vancouver-based singer, songwriter, and performer. She is a lead vocalist at the famous Roxy Cabaret in downtown Vancouver, and will be releasing her complete debut EP album, Permanent Inc., later this year. What's up, Josephine?
2: Hello. Thank you for having
1: me. I'm so excited. Josephine and I just had an amazing chat off air, and now we're Mm -hmm. going to... Roll a lot of that into this. This is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, why don't we just kick it off with your background? I mean, we know you're a singer songwriter. We'll get into some of your singles that have already dropped. But how did this Josephine individual start out singing? And have you always been into it? What's your background?
2: I mean, I've definitely been vocal and singing my whole life, as my whole family would say to anyone. I've been singing since I was like four years old, but, um, I started not necessarily in like perform, like, like band performing. Um, I started in musical theater when I was younger and like, honestly, the theater is definitely my first love. I love musical theater. I'm such a Broadway nerd. Like I love that stuff. Um, I I did many musicals growing up. It was a big focus for me. Honestly, I would would say it definitely is a big attribute to my stamina and to my belting abilities. I learned a lot about how to sing through musical theater. It's a lot of what I brought into my live performing now even. I didn't get into band performing until probably my mid-20s. As I said to you earlier, I would have started earlier, honestly, if I had just like circumstances and honestly, just not having the confidence in myself that I should have had not believing in my abilities as much as I should have. And an honest, also surrounding myself with people who did not lift me up.
1: Oh, that's a good. One. Choosing
2: who you surround yourself with is so important. And just cause you're from a small town does not mean you have to stay there. I don't know
1: this. I'm excited to ask you this. Are you from a small town outside of Vancouver? Is that why you say that?
2: Yeah, I did. I grew up in and Ladner and it's, they're beautiful places and they're beautiful people. And I love growing, I loved growing up there. Um, But it just wasn't necessarily the environment that helped me bloom into who I am right now and who I was supposed to be, who I want to be and how I want to live my life. And who you surround yourself with is everything. And it doesn't necessarily mean the people that I was surrounded by was, were bad people. It just wasn't, as I said, the people who lifted me to be who I am right now and who supported me in what I want to be doing right now. That is and powerful. I wish I did it sooner. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everything happens for a reason, though. So I totally
1: agree with that. And I think that is a massive takeaway early on. You mm-hmm. are... The one of my favorite quotes is "You are the average of the five people you spend most time with." And totally, uh, yeah. I mean, and you're you're proof positive of that. So, h- how did you decide that? You, it, from what I'm gathering, you are all in on music and your career. Like, how did you decide? You know what? You know, maybe you were thinking about having a nine to five job, and how did you decide? You know what? I'm going all in. I'm going for it. Like, was there a moment or was this just, did you know this was going to be what you wanted to do?
2: I don't I don't think I ever thought I'd have a nine to five job and being honest with myself. I don't think I ever thought that. I think I always in the back of my mind knew this is what I wanted to do and just like postponed it through lack of confidence almost. And then I had an opportunity come up where someone um, offered me a, position to lead sing in a cover band that um just performed around the lower main Laden city and uh, i'm no longer with that band but they were a wonderful first step and taught me so much and their name was whiskey jane they were a country cover band they're still around they're still doing their thing and uh, i we just went our separate ways a few years ago parted very amicably like i love them so much they literally taught me they've helped me put the foundation of my confidence to even have the ability to do what I do now. But yeah, no, I just, I've had that. As soon as that came along, it just felt right. And I had people, as I said, that started pushing me to do it and like, basically being like, what are you waiting for? And then I was like, I don't know. And then I just did it and it felt so right. And it felt so like, it felt like what I was supposed to be doing. It felt like exactly what I was supposed to be doing. And then at that point it was kind of like, I can't do anything else.
1: Oh, I love that. Like there's no plan B like you're this yeah. is plan A, B, C, and D all, all into one. Yeah.
2: But I feel like you can't really have, I feel like plan B's are bad. I know like that's not, that's such a bad way to put that, but I just like, and of course like being, don't be silly and like put all your eggs in one basket in a sense, but there, I feel like there's a lot of ways to protect yourself while still having your plan A. I
1: I agree. I think that's a great comment. And so you've mentioned a couple of times now, as far as building your confidence and from what I've seen from following you on Instagram and just chatting with you here, like you seem to ooze confidence. Is there other than surrounding yourself with the right people, which I think is huge. How did you, how did you build your confidence over the years to prepare yourself for who you are today?
2: I mean, self-talk is really important. There's a lot of times where you find yourself talking very negatively to yourself. Like, you're your worst critic, right? And my... This sounds so corny, but my mom is, like, one of the most confident, outgoing, like, loving people. Like, she's she's slightly insane. (laughs) Like, she's amazing. (laughs) And she had always... She was such a positive person and, like, just lifted me and my siblings up so much and, like, literally just thinks that we are, like, the best things in the world, and she made us feel that way, and it really did build my. Co- that was a, definitely a foundation of my confidence. Is my mom thinking I'm incredible, which sounds so corny. But, <laughs> um, uh, but then I'm just yeah, changing your self-talk and changing how you your perspective on yourself, and, and silly enough, telling yourself that you love yourself and that you're amazing no matter what. And like those days that I was saying, that you wake up and you. Everyone has mornings that they wake up and they're like. I would pay money to not get out of bed right now. But you just, you tell yourself you're going to kill it today and go do it now.
1: <laughs> I love that. And then you and then you take action on it, right? Yes. Yeah. I think, yes. That, I think there's a ton to be said about self-talk and flipping that negative into something more positive.
2: We're so easily manipulated. And I feel like we manipulate ourselves more than anything else. And I feel myself, like even when I like, Say any like if I the moment you feel like judgment from someone or someone gives you like a weird look or something, and it, it all of a sudden can change your entire perspective of how you feel. And then I'll be like, Oh my god, how did I let that person just completely alter how I feel about myself in like one moment? And then I just like tell myself like a bunch of compliments and then like move on.
1: I, <laughs> it's huge. I think that is yeah. if we stop now, it would be worth it. Like what you just said is so so big. and the fact that you're able to not let other people get to you and you can flip even your own negative self-talk into
2: positive. I just, I think takes practice. It it wasn't the easiest thing to do initially. I was, I had a lot of insecurities when I was younger and like, there is something to be said, but honestly, also podcasts, not going to lie. Some damn good podcasts out there that change my attitude and energy from day to day.
1: (laughs) I love that. So you, I mean, you're, not only the people you surround yourself with, but what you're reading and listening to and consuming.
2: I mean, that's... that's- I really do. Mo- I really monitor what I like. I don't even like to watch the news too much because like, like bringing negativity into it just I really try to surround myself with positive things and positive environments because this is just a really negative time of life right now even. And so monitoring what I bring into my environment and the energy that I include in my day-to-day it is really important to me.
1: Well said. I mean, I think that is so, so powerful. And it, it leads into a discussion we were having earlier, which is Josephine said that she, you own your uniqueness now. And I guess it wasn't always like that. And for those of you, and now that I'm talking about it, can you share with everybody how to follow you on Instagram? Because your Instagram is badass. <laughs>
2: Um, well, my Instagram is Josephine underscore underscore music. Um, and it's the same for TikTok. And as it says, link in bio leads to all my Spotify and everything as well. So go follow it all, people. Yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um uh, no, but the owning your uniqueness thing is um I just always felt like such a misfit um in my environment even if the people around me weren't aware of it because you try to hide it but I mean like I don't hide or blend well my voice even if itself is loud like the amount of times I've been shushed in my life <laughs> I wish that I had just let myself be myself and I feel like people can even feel when you're not yourself do you know what I mean because like no matter what you when you're around people you can feel people's authenticity Do you know what I mean and it's like people either own it and love it, or they're uncomfortable with you being authentic. And I feel like people who are uncomfortable with you being authentic are the ones who aren't themselves. And it's almost more like they're uncomfortable with the fact that you're self because they are hiding themselves so hardcore do you know what I in. Mean? Yes. I and again, do. that's like, that's your problem. Not mine.
1: <laughs> I do know what you mean. And I'm with you a thousand percent. And how do you, how do you get to the point, and I think this is something I think about and talk about and ask others about, how did you get to the point, and you do come off to me as extremely authentic and that's so refreshing to me, how do you get to the point where you, and I mean this in, in a positive way, but to, how do you get to the point where you don't care about what other people are thinking about you and you just present yourself as authentically as possible? Like How did, how did you get there?
2: I mean, honestly, there was just so many times that I regrettably pushed myself down and hid parts of my personality and diminished parts of myself for other people and for the comfortability of other people. Because I was told I made other people uncomfortable with how loud I was or how outgoing I was or or outspoken I was um, because I'm all of those things. Like if I'm being I'm very self-aware, I'm not quiet. I am loud. And I do say things I probably shouldn't say all the time, um, I love it, and I was really always suppressing myself, and I realized it I was sad and it, and it and it hurts you it, it, and you don't realize it, but it builds up and it builds up, and then you, you just feel you feel suppressed, you feel kind of trapped yeah. and I I remember the first time actually it was probably on stage. That was one of the first times that I vividly remember. Cause like, you know, when like you're shy and like you're younger and you're, you want to do something and you always half-ass it because you're almost too embarrassed to put your, your all into it. Cause like, what if they, what if there is judgment? What if they don't like it? Like, and you don't like put your all into it. And then there's this one time that I was with this cover band and starting to do things. And, I was so nervous in the beginning and was not performing to my fullest potential. I don't even mean vocally necessarily. I mean, like I never held back vocally. I was like obsessed with being perfect with the singing, but I just mean like the the performance part of it. Cause sounding good is like less than half even like, cause people listen with their eyes mostly, which is crazy, but they do.
1: That makes sense. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I did this show and I got a little bit drunk actually, which is not, I don't, I don't suggest to do so, but it gave me the liquid courage to let go and perform the way I wanted to. And I remember so many times getting off stage and being like, oh, it was not, I can do so much better than that. And I was always so disappointed in myself and frustrated with myself. And like, people would be like, oh, it was good. But like, I was like, no, I can, I literally can do so much better. And none of you know, none of you know how much more I have. Yeah. And then I got a bit tipsy and just laid it all out on the floor and it felt so good. And I literally walked off stage and was like, that is how that's supposed to feel. That is how, like, I've never felt more myself and never felt better. And being yourself feels good. I don't know why people don't like being yourself feels good. And it, it, like, if you don't feel good, then maybe you should reassess and look at that. Yes. Cause it really did, um, change perspective for me. And also, honestly, it's going to sound corny, but I also met somebody who really like my partner now, Ryan, yeah. he like loved me for me, which was when you're growing up and you're like this like super loud, confident woman, like guys don't always love that. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of people who, like, are intimidated by a loud, outgoing person um, who says what they want and does what they want and, like, doesn't care. Um, and he loved it. And he helped, helped me feel okay with that and own helped me own myself, really. So between, that's another part of, like, surrounding yourself with people who lift you up and, like, make you feel like it's okay to be yourself. I After meeting him, I met so many other wonderful musicians and artists and that all made me feel comfortable with being who I am. And it, it also when you get into the artist world, everyone's all like themselves and like, it's great because everyone's a little bit of a freak and we're all just these freaks that are all trying to become famous.
1: <laughs> I love that. I think that, I think that's great. And I, I got to ask you cause I've never met Ryan. Is he, this is just cause I'm curious and I'm sure <laughs> listeners are probably as well. Is he outgoing, loud, similar to how you describe yourself? Is he the opposite? Or what <laughs> yes. Is yes,
2: yes. He's very, very out. He's like six five and louder than me, and like he's like one of those big inflatable tube things at a parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly what you're. T- yeah,
1: that's the vibe. That's well, the that's vibe. great. And you're you're engaged, right? Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, very exciting. So. I love you you've already dropped so much so many great nuggets on us. I gotta ask you and I wanna make sure the audience hears this, but you have two singles out mm-hmm. and they are La La and Better mm-hmm. than High, right? Yes. The high. Better the High.
2: Yeah, Better the High. Yeah.
1: Better the High. And then you have as of this recording in three days, your third <laughs> single is dropping. Is that correct?
2: Yes, it's permanent ink. and it is the title of the EP as well, so it's the title track. Um I'm very excited about this one. Um, it is a little bit more of a a little less rock than better the high, but it's definitely pop pop rock still kind of vibe. It's one of my favorite ones on the uh, EP actually. It definitely is referring to like, it has like the on, like the entendre of like tattoos and stuff in it and everything. But it basically is just about like your life experiences like imprinting on you permanently. You know what I mean? And the things that you carry through life that the memories that like it started because I'm one of those freaks that like I have like a bunch of tattoos and none of them are planned. Like they're all those ones that like I've had a really great day. So I, I got a tattoo or like this was the worst day ever. And like I ended up getting a tattoo. Like and it, these I have all these memories now. Of these spontaneous things that have happened to me That were all like heavy emotional Times or like not necessarily positive Or like just like whatever it would, These just experiences and then now they're Like almost like permanently with me because I'll always Remember that situation because like that's not coming off like <laughs> So like So that's where it Started from and then it turned into this song And it has many different meanings To it this
1: song that's uh, dropping in a few Days yes it, how, Do you do you write I guess it's twofold. Do you write all your music and how do you come up with the content that you're you're going to put out there?
2: I mean, I do collaborate a lot. Permanent Inc. I wrote with Ryan and a good friend named Bobby. She is with another group called The Heels. It's a, um, they're a Canadian country um, girl group. They're amazing also. They
1: were on the podcast last year. Yeah.
2: Okay. There you go. There you go. Bobby in that group wrote Permanent Inc. with me and Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, she's phenomenal I love writing with her um, another very outgoing saucy lady I do a, honestly Ryan and I do a lot together like we basically do everything together um, we just really enjoy collaborating with each other and working with each other we have very similar tastes in music similar views like it's just really easy to do things with him most of the songs on here were were collaborations there are ones that I have but these I, I just made sure I picked the strongest ones the ones that melded together the best for this project but I do really enjoy writing with people honestly just because I I like multiple perspectives if I'm being honest I feel like the phrase the two heads work better than one is very true I think that's relying on other people to bring your emotions out or to almost like sometimes you feel a certain way and you don't know how to verbalize and all of a sudden says someone says something you're like that's what I'm feeling yes and like, it's, I just find that for me, creatively, people can pull things out of me. I le- I like, I love an energy exchange between another person. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. And it also seems like you're open mind, like you're open minded enough to, if somebody has a better idea than you have, you're open to using their idea, right?
2: Oh, totally. I, oh. I, I'm i like, well, it's like, you'd always make it to your own esque in your own way, but like I think clo- I'm always open to anything. I'm a very open-minded person in every way, shape, and form.
1: <laughs> don't you feel like that's – I mean, I don't know much about the music business, but like the fact that you're confident, but also you don't really, in my opinion, have an ego and you're open to other people's opinions, that's, I think that's huge for you.
2: I think ego is one of the most poisonous things in this life. <laughs> Agreed. And I, I feel like I also just says when I dropped my like I don't get me wrong we everyone has an ego that's true that's like everyone like we, I it's just like check mine more often than not <laughs> and uh, well cause I, you do have those moments where you're like check yourself yeah you're right like, is this like my ego talking or is this like real like you know what I mean like and uh, most of the time it's your ego. And they, they, and they, control you in such horrible ways and they make people do things that aren't usually hurt themselves more than anyone else. And I just, when I realized that I feel like my world opened up and I, I found better friends. I found better work. I found better everything. When the moment I like let people in and let like open my heart and mind to like everything and like, just like kind of leave the ego at the door, you know what I mean? Because also if like, you feel like you need to compete with somebody. I feel like you can only change yourself. That's true. So if you're competing with somebody, it usually means that you're jealous of what they're doing. So what can you change to do what they're doing? Hmm. What do you need to do to not feel jealous of them? You know what I mean? So I just don't, I feel like having more open heart, open mind, just like it really just lifts me up in the end. So I don't really know why I wouldn't do that. Like I'm looking to benefit myself in life, obviously. And being a nice, open person has like done good for me so far.
1: Oh. <laughs> only This is only the beginning. This yeah. is, Hopefully. This is great discussion about the ego and dropping the front and being yourself and being open-minded. I I love it. And, and clearly 2022, from what I'm seeing, is going to be a massive year for Josephine. And oh, I hope so. We're going to talk, we're going to talk about a couple of different goals and do you want to share and, and do you have goals for this year? And then also like, and just so everybody knows before we, before we start talking on the air here, it sounds like Josephine does have some massive goals long-term, which I don't know about yet. And I'm excited to hear, but do you want to share, I would imagine permanent ink is clearly a huge goal for this year. Do you want to share like current year goals as well as the massive dream? totally
2: um this year permanent Inc. will be at the end of march as we said march 25th i hope to release another single within six weeks of that one oh, i will not say the title of that one yet uh, um and then i hope to have my full EP out by the summer like the early summer and then once that's out uh just honestly keep working on music i already have so much other in my log and like I'm always writing with people and working on it and like keeping up my performance and working on my vocals. Like it's one of those things you like, if you don't use it, you lose it. You know what I mean? It is something that like you have to keep doing all the time. If you want to be, you have to practice, you know? Um, And that's in every aspect, the writing, the singing, that every part of it you have to practice. And it like, as much as you have talent, like you talent only goes so far. You really do have to, keep up your chops and everything long-term goals I would I mean if we're talking like dreams dreams um a, a tour would be amazing I would love if something took off and I was able to tour and like perform for people like I love performing like the Roxy where I work for I'm at the Roxy four nights a week so I'm there Friday night Saturday night Sunday night and Monday night oh wow that's great Yes. And luckily it is a really popular bar and it's like, and especially with honestly the COVID mandates have just been lifted here in Vancouver. And so we are allowed to dance again. It's like footloose is gone. Oh, that's cute. Dancing's legal, which is so crazy to even say, but it's just, it the rush that I get from performing in front of people, it's like an adrenaline high, like nothing else. There's nothing that will feed my soul more than that doing that and to do that on a large scale with feelings and things that I've written or I, and like that come from me, I can't even, I can't even fathom what that would be like. So that would be probably one of my biggest goals would be able to perform for people, my, like my music on a large scale like that. Like when I go to concerts of like people that I idolize, I look at that and I'm like, I can do that. Yes, you can. going to do that.
1: You're doing that already. So when when you play at the Roxy, is it, do you do all covers or do you do, will you do any of your own music?
2: I do do my own music, but it's not with that when I'm there. I can do, I have shows at the Roxy and such. There will be live streams. Actually, there's going to be a live stream on the, on the 18th, actually, that will be available on the Roxy Facebook Oh, yeah. um, for viewing and YouTube so like that actually will be available for people to go look at it'll be my own personal show there because I actually got a the Roxy got a grant from Factor Canada to put on shows for like minorities to like win- like I'm a woman so like I am of a minority in this society, apparently. Um, uh, and uh, so I'm lucky enough to be paid to do my personal show for that night. And I, uh, it's actually my first live show of my music. Um, that's not like acoustic, like a proper show. So I'm super stoked on that. Very excited to do that. Currently working on that right now. I don't generally, we do mostly covers. It varies. Um, uh, but we do, it is flexible. I get to pick the songs that I like, like they don't, I don't have to sing anything. I don't want to sing. You know what I mean? if they suggest a song, I can be like, no, That's beautiful. no, but I love it. And I love the music we get to do. I love the energy it brings. I love, like, obviously there's certain songs that translate better live than others, especially in mainstream pop. There is a lot of songs where it's like, that's just a synth. So like, you can't really do it live. But we pick really great genres. We have really great variety. We have a huge set list, like a crazy master list. And I'm basically a human jukebox at this point. Which I love though, because like I can just like anyone can say a song and I just go. So like that's good. Yeah. Crowds loving it, I'm sure. Uh, a- oh, they're so nice right now because they're they're all so excited to be able to be out. <laughs> that's true. It's a good
1: time for you. Yeah. I'm, yeah, you you can use that to your advantage. And and you've mentioned and i I want to hear more about this, but manifesting this dream. and for people that are listening to this or watching this, and maybe maybe they don't want to be a singer-songwriter, but maybe they have some other big dream. Like do you when you say manifest it, do you mean are you thinking about it constantly? Like how often is
2: that dream in your head? And oh, I like think about it all the time, like constantly. I, I mean, that. like, and that's not even necessarily the manifestation part of it. like i I th- fully do whether you're a spiritual person or not manifestation can really benefit you. And I just think that you can look at it from like different perspectives. Like Matt, if you're not a spiritual person, a spiritual person, I personally, I think of myself quite spiritual, not necessarily religious, but spiritual. It's again, it's all about how you talk to yourself and like, you can either pull from the amount of times that people worry about things in their day-to-day that they can't control. And then you're pulling this negative energy from something that hasn't happened. And all of a sudden you have anxiety about something that hasn't happened and may not happen.
1: (laughs) Like it's so crazy, but it's so true.
2: And then you carry around that anxiety all day long about something that hasn't even happened yet. (laughs) And I did that to myself so much when I was younger. Like I was such a worrywart and all it did was nothing good happened. Nothing good comes from that. Like nothing good comes from that. And then the moment I honestly, it sounds silly, but like I had a girlfriend who got really into manifesting and talking about it. And like, at first I was like, woo, woo, like, you know, yeah, yeah. and cause it wasn't that big of a thing back then. You know what I mean? Like manifestation is something that people talk about so much now. Like I've been into it for quite a while, but like now it's so like mainstream and everyone's like into it all of a sudden, because honestly it works.
1: Yeah.
2: And it's not even like it, everyone's like, it's not magic. I'm like, I'm not saying it's magic. It's having the mindset that's so positive that you can do whatever you want to do and it will come to you in maybe not the form you even thought it would or imagined it, but why not pull from a positive energy like that? Why not live your life? Like you're going to have everything you want. You ha- can have everything you want and act like you do every day. Act like it's already happened. You know what I mean? Like yeah. have the positive, have the excitement of like, I am going to be hugely successful and famous and happy and have that like positivity like right now because like i just feel like if i walk around with that attitude day to day it's more likely to happen to me than if i didn't i see i'm i'm
1: with you a thousand percent and i i I mean i I assume you think this too like if you have that mindset you're gonna be however big you want to be don't also then
2: take the actions like working hard and being in oh i'm so much more motivated well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's so much more motivating. Like, you, like no one's motivated when they're sad.
1: That's so powerful to me, what you just said, that it's like somebody who's, who's like not all about positive thinking. Like, okay, fine, more quote unquote realistic. But if you're thinking positive, like you said, then you take the actions that, that can get you to where you want to be with your goals. That's, that's a big deal. I think you just made a really powerful statement right there
2: well, you can also have to have that attitude. Like I'm trying to be a singer. Like, it's not exactly like, there's no like degree and guarantee. You know what I mean? Like you kind of have to have that kind of faith in yourself and positivity and like, just be okay with the outcome, but have your dream and push for it and act like it's, I genuinely believe like acting every day, like your dreams already come true is really important because a it is, it does motivate you. And also people like being around happy people. People like being around confident, happy people. And like, I, I I think that's also a big goal of mine is that like, I really do like making people feel good. It makes me feel good. And if I had a platform that was big enough to do that and to like bring joy to people in that way as well. Like that outside of music, that would be really nice. Like I would really, I would definitely put effort into that. Cause like mental health is a big part of like, I mean, everyone knows after these past few years, mental health has been a very talked about topic, which is really important in my opinion. Cause I feel like before it was this shameful, like hidden thing, like you were shamed for having mental health issues. Now that COVID's happened, everyone's got mental health issues. So you can't exactly diminish people for it. Great. It's like that when a Bell Talk Day happened, it's like everyone's already talking about it, bruh. Everyone's <laughs> already talking about it.
1: <laughs> Agreed. I'm with
2: you. And that's amazing. And I'm happy that everyone is because like mental health is seriously like so low right now. And like it needs to be lifted up. And if there'd be more people that wanted to talk about positive things and like, I just think it would really help the world right now. There's a lot of negativity right now.
1: I'm with you. And, and I, I'm, am, am I correct in saying I almost see you when talking about manifesting and positive thinking and making other people people feel good. Do you visualize yourself almost like singing to a crowd and they're singing your songs back to you? All the time. <laughs> like, yeah. dream about that.
2: No, like, I mean, it's, I, I journal. I write these things down. I'm very specific when I, about the ma- my manifestations. Like, I really get down to the nitty gritty details. Cause I feel like if you like really envision it and you imagine it and you feel it, it's like, it, it is a great motivator. Like why could I can feel like that in real life as I do this? You know what I mean? Like, like, it's not, it's not just like something I'm picturing. Like it, it could come true. You know what I mean? Like there's yep. not, there's nothing saying, see, the thing is too, is like, it could not, but there's nothing saying that it's not like, there's no guarantee it's not going to. <laughs> so like, Flip it. I like that. Yeah. I love this. I prefer to look at it like that. Than
1: <laughs> yeah, why not? Right? Yeah. I you to think big and think it's going to happen. And I love this specific part. We talk about healthy living a lot on this podcast, and like people that will say, I want to lose a few pounds. And it's like, well, no, like you lose. You can one lose pound. one pound and you're at your goal. That's it, right? Like be yeah. specific, and it's no different yeah. than when you're a singer-songwriter. And I just, I love that vibe. And you've you've dropped so many amazing bombs over the last 20 plus minutes. It's like, this is going to be a free (laughs) listen over and over again. And I I absolutely love it. And so we got Permanent Ink. The album is coming out summer of 2022. Mm -hmm. And we do this thing towards the end of the podcast where it's called The Final Three. And it's three questions Okay. Fire actress she has no idea what's coming, but let's see let's see where we go. Okay. Number 1 is what are you most grateful for, Josephine? Oh. Could be it could be anything in your life
2: right now after the weekend I just had I very specifically just had uh, the Roxy uh, just allowed dancing again for, in full capacity for the first time in 23 months. Oh, and you
1: serious? That I thought you were kind of joking with the dance. No, we here. just
2: did it. Like literally, I just had four days in a row of performing. Like I've, like I have not had for a long time. Wow. So if there's one thing, and I like, I like cried. It was like this emotional thing. Everyone was so happy. It like the audience was like it was like a concert. It was so intense, and it it was a huge win in what COVID has done musicians in Canada. I can't speak for the rest of the world. I know it's been really hard on big tours and like it's been hard in the music industry period. Yeah. But in Vancouver, for my personal experience, it has been really a rough go for musicians and there's the music industry period here. And this past weekend was the first weekend that um, mandates were dropped for dancing and for um, capacity. And I am more than grateful for the ability to be able to perform for people who can reciprocate energy. You know what I mean? And they're able to respond without like sitting, we had to be like, sit, get drunk and just sit there. Like it's like hurting drunk cats. Like it's so hard. Like, and it it was just like not the same kind of performing. And I wasn't allowed to dance and move around the stage. I had to stagnantly stay and just, and it was very boxing and like, and that was the past like t- year. It was like that, and then before that, just nothing. So, being able to do my job that I love so, so, so much, I am beyond grateful for that. Right now is specifically something that I am very grateful for.
1: Perfect response, and I, I'm so glad you broke that down, and I'm so glad that you up there are allowed to dance and have fun. I know, yourselves. and I mean that's a amazing like i think sometimes i don't know how good i have it until something is taken away from me and then it's like oh my god
2: i really never good. thought that i'd be like dancing was illegal for two years yeah, that's, <laughs> like that sounds crazy, that does sound crazy. I, know. So,
1: we, I mean you've clearly overcome obstacles and setbacks in your life what is the second question is what is the biggest obstacle you have overcome and again, it could be any area of your life. It, it could be music, it could be not music. You can go any direction. My biggest obstacle. Myself. O: well, Honestly.
2: Yeah. Cause I just feel like no matter what happens to you, like you don't necessarily learn from the good things that happen to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I feel like you only really learn from like the challenges that happen, right? Cause then like you learn from that and you move forward and like, but how you handle those things is everything. And it's like, when you say, like, when someone says like, it's not the mistake you made, it's how you handled it. Right. Like, cause everyone's going to do something wrong. Everyone's going to hurt someone's feelings at some point or do something. It's how you rectify that. And I've worked really hard on myself to a, like as we were talking about before with ego, like check ego at the door and that takes a lot of work (laughs) because egos are a force within yourself. And uh, I worked really hard to not have that be a thing and to live as everyone's tries to my most authentic life and to just get over myself, not take myself too seriously, but just serious enough. And it's this whole inner balance and like just balancing yourself out is hard work. And I think that if more people focused on themselves, if more people were just a little more selfish in that way, you can be selfish and still be the most loving person because at the same time, you can't really give a lot of yourself to somebody else if you're not taking care of yourself, you know? Yes. Like I feel like I've really spent a lot of time taking care of myself and making sure that I'm the best person I can be. So I can be there for the people I love the most and really be the, just not even just for the people I love the most, I want to be the best me so I can like go out and change other people's lives. You know what I mean? like put that kind of positivity out into the world. And like, if I'm not taking care of myself and putting that kind of work into myself, then I don't know how I'm going to be able to do that. Right.
1: Yes. I I get exactly what you're saying. And that sounds too preachy. Oh no, you don't. (laughs) Honestly, I, I mean this and not to, Poo-poo anyone else's answer, but the biggest obstacle you overcome was yourself, that's gotta be the best answer. I, I've I haven't heard anybody say that. And I think that's a powerful, awesome response. So the I, I'm really curious to see how you answer this final question. How if if tomorrow is Josephine's perfect day, best day of your life, what does your perfect day look like?
2: Um I've a couple of guesses. I'd so much into it. Um, it'd be a busy ass day. It um, might be. I. I mean, I. It would involve so much music, some tequila, <laughs> maybe a little bit of weed. <laughs> um, uh, no, I. I would definitely want. Honestly, right now, I, I can't say it would be my perfect day in the sense that, like. This hasn't happened yet, but if I was dreaming a perfect day, I'd wake up early, probably do some sort of meditation to like zen myself up a bit because I can be a little erratic <laughs> if I don't like center myself. Um, uh, I'd be with Ryan, my partner in life, because he is somebody who motivates me and pushes me and makes me feel great every day. Um, uh, but I'd be playing music somewhere for a ton of people and it'd be super sunny and hot. And I'd be in something sparkly and shiny and kind ton of makeup on and feeling great. And just, it would definitely be like performing somewhere, doing something big. or like being, if I could be like a festival, listening to other artists at the same time, you know what I mean? And also enjoying music at the same time as like projecting my own, you know, having like insanely good conversation, you know, things like that. Socializing, like being around people because like COVID ruined that. <laughs>
1: I, that is true in the United States here too. And that was a oh. great response. And I mean, I feel like we're similar and it sounds like uh, Ryan is as well. Like being around people brings up our energy even more than it already is.
2: Oh, I, and energy, like I, the fact that I wasn't able to, like that's why when everyone's like, you can build your audience through TikTok and stuff. It's like, yes, you can, but like that's so not the same. It, I mean, it's an amazing platform to stay connected with people. Don't get me wrong. But like the exchange of a live performance with people and like you like watching people having that much fun because it's something I'm doing for like in front of them. Like that is like, oh, like, I don't know how I don't know if there's anything that makes me feel better than people are like laughing and dancing and smiling because of an action that I'm partaking in that's causing that. Like that's the effect of what I'm doing. That's amazing kind of thing. You can tell—I mean, you can tell—just your passion, just even talking about this. I can't even imagine
1: seeing you live on stage. I hope. I oh, can- I'm insane. I'm crazy. People think I'm a freak. <laughs> come to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania during your tour. Make sure, yeah, I'll make sure we, we-
2: I'll write that down. I'll put. I'll start manifesting Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania uh, in there. We're going yeah. to buy the bus
1: loads to come see the performance. You're perfect. All right. I cannot thank you enough, Josephine, for hopping on. Oh. You're you're just inspiring, you're motivating, you're passionate. And I I really think what I've taken from this is you, you're so unapologetically you. And I love that. I think that's so refreshing. And almost like hide from themselves. And I think your, your realness comes through. I think it comes through in the two singles I heard as well. And I'm sure the third one, you can feel it. But (laughs) <laughs> I'm just excited for your future like this is
2: thank you you're so kind and I really appreciate you having me on here like honestly you also ask like good questions and like you're also a great conversationalist so it's easy
1: oh, I- <laughs> well I appreciate that and make sure when you absolutely explode to mega star status swing by again and come back on the show once you're like too big for the live in the dream podcast
2: amazing of course of course <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much. Good luck to you. And thank you. Oh yeah, we'll link up all your Instagram and TikTok and Josephine Music will be all over the place. Thank Our you. Single and title of the album Permanent Ink is dropping in three days. Check it out on Spotify. And where else, is it mainly Spotify?
2: I mean, it's not on all platforms, Spotify. but Spotify is usually people's like go-to thing. But add it to your playlist. Listen to it a hundred times over. Boom. Give her, yeah. Yeah, give her some props. And yeah. thank you again. And seriously,
1: best of luck to you and best of skill to you in the future. I can't wait to see what you do.
2: Thank you so much. This is awesome. I really appreciate welcome. you. Thank you. You're
1: very, very welcome. We'll talk to you next year once you're a megastar.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of Living in the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you.